Hello, and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Stevie, and today I'm joined by Quinn. Howdy! The current score is 22-22 each, and this time we'll be discussing the 45th episodes, The Bug Stops Here, and The Dark Gate. We recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, but you do you. And as always, a massive thank you to our fantastic patrons for supporting the show. If you want to join them, you'll gain early access to the uncut versions a week ahead of the edited version, usually. And help us reach that milestone where we start doing some specials every month. It seems your voice is feeling better from Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know where the Australian came from. It was kind of weird. Must have been a weird international bug. Maybe. But it seems to have cleared up whatever it was. But speaking of bugs, let's start off with the bug stops here. I'm going entirely off of notes I made on a Wednesday. We're recording on Sunday, so if I forget things, I'm not going to apologise. Yeah. So yeah, I know it sounded like I was about to apologise, but no, I'm not apologising. I'm just going to roll with it and see what my notes bring forth this week. That's fair. So yeah, we start in the forest as always. I don't know if I love that it's always a forest or hate it at this point. Uh, There's always a forest, there's always a lighthouse. Something like that. But forests are cool. And we actually get a capture episode of sorts. Kind of. Briefly. It sets it up to be a capture episode, and then in, like, the final minute, Ash goes, No, this is filler after all, screw you. Pretty much. I can't remember the young girl's name. She's called Casey. Casey. I think she may be the first filler character to have ever made a return. I love it. She was in episode two of, like, Joe Journeys. Wow, that is that is quite a callback. I don't really understand why she came back. Did people just really want Casey back? I don't know. I, I think it's a Hunch and Tigers reference, but I'm not super certain. But I don't know why that means she needs to be the one to return. Yeah, but for whatever reason, she's back and she's still just baseball-obsessed Electabuzz fan. I'm into it. I love I love Chikorita's little headband. That's so adorable. Obviously just there to distinguish them from Ash's Chikorita. Yeah, well, that's that's how you know her is a boy, I guess. Is it a boy? I have no idea. I was just making a uh, translation man joke. I thought headbands were for girls. No, no, pink headbands are for girls. It's it's color-coded. Uh, Maybe yellow means non-binary? I don't know. Maybe. And before this whole book contest starts off, I just love the fact that Jesse orders James and Meowth to carry away the adjudicator because they call them old. Hey, you know what? I would attack someone for that. The two old ones to enter this contest, so they just get... They literally just drag off the referee and tie him up. Hey, hey that's valid. I, I do love them trying to pretend to be children. I know. They just put on school uniforms, and Meowth has to be a baby for some reason. And notice how they already had the uniforms? That has to be a sex thing. Mm, I don't think so. They just... They have access to unlimited costumes. Why do you think that is? Because they are the best... And James is a Moltres type, so it makes perfect sense. <laughs> oh my god, I hadn't thought about James the Moltres. He clearly just has a wardrobe full of as many costumes as you could possibly need. That's gotta be a fetish thing. That's all I'm saying. It it doesn't Why? You don't have to make it a sexy thing. He literally is a furry. No, he's not. 
He dressed up as the Moltres that he already had a costume for. Moltres has feathers, not fur. Alright, you got me there, but my point still stands. He's a feathery? Flamey? It doesn't have to be a kink. It doesn't have to be, it just is. It could just be wholesome, good-hearted fun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, moving on. So we're doing a we're doing a catching contest. A catching contest with no explanation of how it's going to be scored. Yeah, it's really just present us with the best Pokemon you catch, and then the winner gets to keep the Pokemon they catch, which feels an awful lot like just catching a bunch of prog- of Pokemon and then only keeping one. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like a Safari Zone, but for bugs only. So it's just Misty's worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I like that Misty just did not enter, and Ash was like. Pick- you were staying anyway. I love Misty in the whole episode. Misty was so good. She's so good. She was so squeamish. It was very funny. I liked watching Misty be uncomfortable. And I know that sounds bad, but it was it was just fun to watch. Also, Caterpie and Spinarak both appear, and they are both good bugs. They are good bugs. I love Caterpie. Also, there's a Scyther, which is fine. I mean, I really like the Scyther's appearance, just because Casey's battle with it is better than the majority of Ash's battles. I just don't really care that much about Scyther as a Pokemon. No, but it is a good challenge for Chikorita. That's fair. And I really like Casey and Chikorita's just whole relationship and small arc they go through. Yeah, I I would not be against it if she came back a third time. But, you know, she won't. It's almost guaranteed that the first time she went, I said, we'll never see her again. And then she came back. So, she's defied the odds once. I reckon if we were to make it to, like, the Johto League episodes, she would be there. But we're not going to make it that far. Yeah. We could always check, just, like, if she turns up again. But I can't be bothered Googling it. Can you? I'm not gonna. Plus, like, trying to find out whether or not Casey Electabuzz shows up a third time. She isn't the most groundbreaking character. No, no. She's not even gay. Like, what? what's the point? But she's a baseball fan. That's true. And she does get a Pokemon to evolve. Something Ash rarely, if ever, achieves. That's true, I forgot about that part. Ash with his team of starters. Yeah. Well, he learned his lesson from Charizard. What, don't evolve them too fast? Just don't evolve. Just don't evolve them full stop. Yes. It does actually open it up for Ash to step in and be the more experienced trainer for once. Because Casey's messing up and overworking Chikorita. And Ash is like, you fool! Why would you do this to your Pokemon? It's not often that Ash gets to be the smarter one in any situation. That's very true. So it was nice to see that for a change. It almost conveyed that Ash has had some sort of development throughout the series. It's very subtle. It's practically non-existent most of the time, but he has grown as a trainer just a little bit. So that's nice. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to this episode. We catch some bugs. There's a Weedle. I was wondering why you weren't saying much. It's just because you don't have much to say about this one, is it? No, no, I just... It's a cute little episode. It's very filler. Okay, should I just go over all the small things I liked in quick succession then? You should, you should. You can just agree with me every time. That's the plan. Cool. So, I really like that Casey's Chikorita has more personality than Ash's does. Alright, I'll give you that. Ash's Chikorita is just like, I love Ash. That's my whole thing. Yeah. Whereas this one has actually reacts to Casey's emotions. Casey's Chikorita has two emotions. Fight and tired. Yeah. And then it also gets angry when Misty accuses Casey of being a bad trainer. So that was nice. But also she kind of was being a bad trainer. She was. She was overworking her Pokemon for the sake of a bug Pokemon. And who cares? It's a bug. <laughs> you can catch them anywhere. But they're not even very useful. Ash had a bug already and it was Heracross and he sent it to the lab. So... 
Didn't he have a bee drill at one point? Yeah, that was this episode. Okay. And then it went. He just gave it away. Yeah, I was thinking there was another bee drill that I could just be remembering from, like, 20 years ago. No, he had a Butterfree, so we can't have the bee drill as well. Oh, uh, okay, right, right, the two genders. Yeah, we can't have Ash having two bug types. He can't have a preference of Pokemon if he's the main protagonist. I miss Butterfree. I do. Butterfree was good. So more things you like. More things I like. I just, at one point, said one day someone will choose the surrender now option when Team Rocket does the motto. <laughs> and I hope that day comes. That would be amazing. That should be the last episode of Pokemon. <laughs> surrender now or prepare to fight. Okay, we surrender. Wait, you what? <laughs> really? That's the last episode. Ash just gives them Pikachu. He just feels bad for them. <laughs> he just cuts to black. And that's the end. Yeah. There's not even karaoke man afterwards. No, no, that's it. They they pull the Sopranos and they just cut off in the middle. That sounds fun. I also really love Wobbuffet chipping in and everyone just giving him the evil eye. Wobbuffet is so good. He's a good... He is a good... Wobbuffet was definitely a good addition to the team. Definitely. Much better than Lickitung. Yeah, and I, I like Wobbuffet better than I did Victory Bell, who is still technically there. Wobbuffet is more fun than Victory Bell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whose one joke is just, I eat James. In a non-sexual manner. Died in a war accident. Oh no. The other thing I like is that Team Rocket had a baseball missile prepared despite not having met Casey yet, who's the baseball fan. Sometimes you just need a baseball cannon. They have psychic theming capabilities. <laughs> other thing, I like that Ash and Pikachu survived falling from a great height in the cage with it just being crushed around them. Just unscathed. It'd be that way. It's cartoon physics. And my final thing, which is just the best thing, is that Bayleaf just goes, Bay, Bay! Yeah, but it's it's spelled B-A-E. Bay! Bay, Bay! It doesn't even say Leaf. It's literally just Bay, Bay! Oh, Bay is the best thing. The whole episode. Just because it caught me off guard. Oh, it was funny. So yeah, that is my list of things. Okay. It was an okay episode of Pokemon for filler. In my notes, it literally says... Not filler, because Ash caught a beedrill. Never mind, he just gave it away. And that's how it happened. Another episode of filler. Pretty much. Overall thoughts? It was fun. It was fine. We almost caught a Pokemon. We did catch a Pokemon, and then we gave it away immediately. Seems to be Ash. Ash's favourite thing to do. Yeah, he's really not good at trying to be a Pokemon master. No. I mean, I guess it did fill in the Pokedex. But I mean, come on, you gotta have a living Pokedex. That isn't how the anime Pokedex works, though, where it's already completed. Shh! Don't shush me, it's my show. I will shush you anytime I want. Don't expect me to, to comply. We can agree on that. I will keep shushing, you will keep talking. It'll be fine. But yeah, it was interesting to have a filler character make a return. I don't think it's been done before, and I can't re remember it really happening. It's definitely not common. It's unprecedented, is the word I used. Which is a good word. I feel like Misty having... A bunch of sisters should have come back at some point, but I don't think it did. Brock left an entire family at home with the dad that I just reunited with that day. You're not wrong. Who cares about Ko in Ash and Co? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Bye. I I'm gonna go use this drying pan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this frying pan is a drying pan. Oh, what a classic. Let's move on to The Dark Gate. I have significantly less notes for this, so I think that means it was a better episode, because I was more focused on watching it. I, I liked this episode. I enjoyed this one as well. But for some reason, my notes only start with that lip sync on Aquilamon is superb. It was so bad. It was not even a lip sync. Aquilamon just opens their mouth. 
opens her mouth, and the words gush out. The, the, we don't even get a moving tongue. Literally nothing. It's just, eh, and the words. But anyway, other than that, just really lazy animation. Most of the episode was fine. Miyako still has a really good peacoat. As always. I'm relying on you for this one. I've not watched it, and it flew by. Sorry, I, I was just thinking that you knew what... How, how anything. I have vague notes, and none of it's important. So we're dealing with Daemon, who is is still a, an interesting villain. We've got a, a cool, very brief, it's going to end this episode, the B-Way showdown thing going on, where we've got Daemon, who is trying to steal the children away from Oikawa for other evil plans we don't really know anything about. Uh, Oikawa just trying to keep his kids. He's willing to give up Ken after he's implanted the Dark Spore in all the kids with his supermarket scanner-looking thing. It's literally just a barcode scanner. It really is. And then, uh, of course, our our heroes are there to, you know, hurt everybody. Save the day by murdering the villain. Oh, we don't murder the villain this time. We murdered his henchmen. Totally different. Oh, of course. My mistake. But yeah, everybody had to get over killing dudes real fast, but it's okay because they decided that if they're saving lives, then then on balance, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, Cody had a, a confu- like a- he, had a- he had a brief crisis of faith, but then he thought about his cop dad and realized that killing civilians is fine. He looks conflicted, and then he was just like, oh wait, they're gonna hurt people, we should hurt them first. That's fine. So then we've got our big battle, which just kind of lasts a little longer than it maybe needed to, and they're gonna send Daemon back to the digital world, but Daemon's just like, I'll just be back in ten minutes. So then they decide to send him to the Dark Ocean with Ken's black digivice. But he has to face his fears and, and stuff so that he can do that. Finally, truly move on and accept that it wasn't his fault that he became the d- evil Digimon Emperor. Which I'm good with, except that the plan doesn't make a lot of sense, because, like, how many people have just accidentally walked into the Dark oceans this season? Yeah, but how many people have accidentally walked out of it? I think a couple of Digimon. I don't think so. Well, when we did our DNA evolution episode for Miyako and Hikari, they did just walk back out. Yeah, but they're the Digidestined. I just still think this is a really bad plan, because he's he even straight up says, I'll be back, you have not seen the last of me. But then we actually have seen the last of him, because I think they were setting that up for season three. That didn't happen. Yeah, he's been gone for over 20 years now. I was really kind of hoping that Try would have done something with that, but then, th- then Try happened. It made Genai instead. Yeah, Daemon being evil would have been a lot less upsetting than Genai being rapey. Eh, swings and roundabouts. But I mean, Daemon at one point was just say, "You must be kidding me." He's not really the most menacing of villains, is he? You're not wrong. Plus, he's had no build-up. Joe being like, "Hey, I'm helping a person in a wheelchair. This is just like being a doctor." Pushing a wheelchair gives you a medical degree, is what I got from that. That is most of what happens. That is pretty much what happened in this episode. I like everybody helping Ken release pink light from his black digivice to open the portal. It was kind of fun. That was nice. To see the team all rally around him. Especially Cody, who probably still deep down doesn't quite trust him. And shouldn't. He was evil for a long time. He really kind of was. And, you know. No, he wasn't evil. He was simply mistaken. About the reality of the Digimon. You just thought this was all a game, and therefore your actions had no moral weight. Yeah. Whereas I play actual games and still can't bring myself to be evil. I quite enjoyed the the massive battle between Daemon and the three other Digimon. Because mm-hmm. it was actually an active battle. 
Yeah, no, it was good. I, I wish there were multiple kinds of evil more often. Like, in Season 1, you'd get just eight Digimon all doing their stock clutch attack. But since there's just three of them, they actually do some different things. Yeah, well, I just meant, like, having multiple sides, having the conflict not just be there's good guys and bad guys, and, you know, it's really obvious who you should be rooting for. Moral ambiguity would be cool in Digimon. But that's a bit too complicated for children. Maybe, yeah. The children need to go, those are the good guys. They're the toys I really want. Otherwise, it's not going to stop. But I think the highlight of that fight was definitely Shakuamon's sudden ability to swallow attacks, which I just think is really cool. I can't tell if Shakuamon can, can move their arms. I think they can. I don't think so. Do they need to? Does it matter? They kind of just absorb things into the like giant belly button and then blow out steam. And the main job is to be a big wall. They are the meat shield, but made of clay. Metal shield? I don't know, I guess. I don't know what they're made of. I always thought they looked kind of shiny. They they do, but like an actual Shako is typically made of clay, so uh, who knows? Yeah, but this is Digimon. And this one's made out of a dinosaur and an angel being put together. So it's already kind of a stretch. So yeah, this is the best Ken episode we've had. This is a really good Ken episode. Oh, I forgot that Ken Ken introduces his parents to Wormon at the end, and it's adorable. The coming out episode. Oh, it's so good. Just mom, dad, I'm a digitestant. Oh, that's a move. He is just straight up coming out, though. He really is. Yeah, no, Ken coming out was good. Last thing to mention, well, at least from my notes, is that Davis says bullseye baby. <laughs> and I don't know if this is the origin of Kazu's line in, like, Tamer's probably but i didn't realize it was before i didn't think it came from anywhere i thought it was just a dumb thing kazu said yeah but no davis said it so now it's a dumb thing davis and kazu have said also june a gets in on the shipping wars and b is now into joe's brother i mean that's fine that that's fine i just really like how much they went hey by the way if you weren't certain nat and joe definitely a thing Wait, Matt and Joe? I know what I meant to say. Matt and Sora. Matt and Joe would be a better couple, then. Matt and Joe would be a real interesting pair. I mean, they did have that whole thing at Digitama Mons Diner. That's what I'm saying. They'd be good. They could cook together. It'd be adorable. Could have something there. Was this episode filler or not filler? I'm gonna go with not, even though it completed an arc that is arguably filler since they didn't come back and do anything with it later. It was weird. Like, I think this is the second time we've seen Daemon. He's supposed to be a big bat, and he's already gone. I, I am reasonably certain, because at this point there were plans to do an O3 season. Uh, like, he was going to be the big bad of the next season. They were setting him up in advance, and now it's just, nope. Ken having dealt with his problems and, and using the Black Digivice to open up the Dark Portal, they had a third world to go exploring if they wanted to. But who wants to go to the land of Monochrome? I mean, what if you made it better? But then it wouldn't be the Dark World. You can't have the colourful Dark World. <laughs> Yeah, but what what if we made, like, the Dark Towers, except they shine light? That would be cool. That sounds lame. But you know what I'm saying. Like, they could have they could have done stuff with this, and instead we're just going to get Try. I'm okay with that. I think I hate Try a lot less than most people did. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. It's because I'm easily pleased. Clearly. Yeah, this was a really good episode. Strong battle sequence. Strong chase. Ken was a good. And even Davis was alright as well. Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing over very trivial things. So, who are our monsters of the week? Maybe Bayleafmon or Daemon. Bayleafmon. Baymon or Daemon. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Matt Daemon 
from season five. Matt Damon. <laughs> he does come back. <laughs> no, that's a stretch. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You just gotta warm up. I'm just going with Shakur, man, because he was the coolest in the fight. And he had the least Digivolution sequences, I think. Yeah, he just got bigger. He's a proper kaiju. He's so big. Mm-hmm. He becomes. Are you settling on Baymon or Dayleaf? Look, I, I couldn't remember the actual name. Is it just Bayleaf? <laughs> it is Bayleaf. Well, I still like Bayleaf, man. Bayleaf, man. Cool. Bayleaf is good. And I think Ash gets a Bayleaf eventually. But I don't know if that'll be before this series ends. I cannot recall if we've seen a single Pokemon of Ashes evolve this series. I don't think so. Its team right now is what? Pikachu, Totodile, Cyndaquil, Chikorita, Bulbasaur, and Noctowl. So yeah, none of those are evolved Pokemon. Yeah, I forgot about Bulbasaur. Yeah, Bulbasaur's still there, for reasons. Okay, which protagonist was worse, Ash or Davis? And the answer is obviously Ash. Yeah. Who just said, screw you, this is filler anyway. And, and, like, Davis tried to be emotional and help his boyfriend. It's fine. Yeah, Davis was a good. But which character was the best? I'm gonna go with Ken. He came out. We gotta give it to the person who came out. Yeah, definitely. Ken was good. Just, like, Ken has been the only proper character in the whole series. He really has. That makes me kind of sad. But also, thank goodness Ken is there at all. He's had an arc. Can you believe it? I know. He's, he's the only one. For some reason. Which storyline did we prefer? And why was it Digimon? Digimon? Digimon had a story. Honestly, for an episode with a baseball filler character, Pokemon did not step up to bat. Ha There was just nothing baseball about this, except except for the fight songs that honestly suck. And the baseball missile rocket. The first Casey episode was very baseball focused, but this time it was just sort of a, a side thing to make some jokes about. But yeah, Digimon was just more fun. It was more interesting. It had characters that I cared about a little bit, as opposed to just Misty, really, and Casey's Chikorita, I guess. So yeah, do I even need to ask which we're giving the point to? Definitely Digimon. Yeah, Digimon's just had a stronger episode all around, and didn't do 180 at the end and just go, haha, none of this matters. I watched Pokemon twice and still barely remember it. It was fun enough, but Digimon just had more meat to it. So yeah, I think that does make the score. 23-22 to Digimon. Woo! It regains the lead, but it's still anyone's game. Uh, yeah, we know we're going to lose a point on the epilogue, so... Uh, I don't know, because Pokemon is not consistent at all. That's true. It would be hard to, to outdo Matt becomes an astronaut. I mean, Pokemon just fluctuates between average and very good, and whereas Digimon fluctuates between good and very bad. So it's a, it's very 50-50, this series. Almost literally. Pretty much. It's, honestly, it's been so close for most of this series. There was like one point where Pokemon had a winning streak, but since then it's Digimon's clawed its way back with the fact that it had actual plot. Didn't take eight episodes to walk to Goldenrod. Oh, it took a lot more than eight to walk to Goldenrod. <laughs> Maybe an eight for you. It was about 14 for me. <laughs> Let's wrap up this recording then. Next time we'll be discussing the 46th episodes typecasting, and Jewel of the War Greymon. I'm excited. That sounds good. If you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord. And you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut. Of course, a big thank you to Quinn for joining me today. Where can the people find you? You can find me on the tweeters, at RealYubico. Awesome. Oh, and also, I guess, also on the Monca- uh, the Translation Mod. Yeah, I was going to plug that next. We'll also be joining May for Lost Translation Mod covering Digimon Adventure 
cola because it doesn't have a proper name. Yeah. Maybe we should call it like dot dot. I don't know, because like if you're looking at the logo, it's Digimon Adventure Colon Digivice. But there's no Digivice emoji. I mean, I don't know if there's a Pokeball one. I don't think there is, which is why, I mean, Digimon is better, so... I can't reveal my bias, Quinn. So we're doing journalism now. Bias is still there, we just pretend it's not. Yeah, pretty much. So yes, all being well, that'll be a weekly thing with you with me. Let's talk about the new Digimon Adventure. Spoiler, it's pretty okay. I've not watched it yet. Oh, well, then you don't know. It's a spoiler for you. So yeah, go give that a listen. Um, I'll link it, I think. So yeah, all of those links will be in the show notes. Thank you as always for listening. Tell a friend to listen if you want to. I'm sure there's someone who's in isolation and could use a new podcast right now. So yeah, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. drill. Hold on. I know it. What are we holding on to? Our seats? Our pants? Sorry about that. My roommate was yelling at me. Ah, okay. Roommates can do that. How have they not done a spoof episode of Beyblade where it's it's Beyblade? (laughs) Would that not be good? Someone's almost certainly made that joke. I bet they have. I'm gonna find out. The temptation to make a spin-off segment about Beyblade is real, but I can't think of anything specific to do. No. So that's not. Well, I put it into Google and it <laughs> corrected my spelling. Boo. Screw you, Google. We know what we mean. Uh, okay. No, there is a character in Warcraft named Beyblade. There's a what? There is a Warcraft character named Beyblade. B-A-E. Oh. Blade. <laughs> what do they look like? They appear to be like a drow, dark elf kind of thing. Ah, okay. So yeah. Cool. Apparently no one else has thought to make this ridiculously stupid joke. I mean, Bay's a, a pretty new thing, isn't it? Relatively, yeah. It's only like a few years old. And if I Google image search it, I just get a bunch of pictures of Beyblades. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah, yeah. Beyblades are good. Anyway, my cat says hello and knocked out my headphones, so I can't actually hear you right now. Oh, no. There we go. Everyone say <laughs> hi to Yumi as she hi, bites Yumi. my feet. I, why does your cat do that? She just really likes biting people. That's not healthy. When I walked up the stairs today, every time I would take a step, she would bite the foot that was still on the ground. <laughs> your cat just has problems. <laughs> she kind of does. And she's making them your problems. A little bit, yes.